What's up, everybody, and welcome back to episode 85 of the 1% Podcast. Appreciate all you guys continuing to tune in and uh, all the support. So I just wanted to go back over basically some of the things that I learned at the Vault Conference uh, where I had uh, two guys that I met that were Sam and Brady, or excuse me, Sam and Brandon, who were on the podcast last week. Um, literally met them first day of the event. I was just trying to go network and meet some people. They were cool guys. Uh, they allowed me to hang out with them, sit with them. They had known each other and they worked together, obviously, if you listen to the podcast. Um, and so super cool to just meet people like that and be able to go out and network and you know, talk to like-minded people and hopefully make long-lasting relationships. So number one, if anybody wants to go next year, I have already bought tickets uh, for next year's event. It should be around the same time, like Labor Day sort of time frame in Miami. Um, awesome experience. So not only do you get to listen to Patrick Bet David talk and, you know, all the speakers and the different people that he has up there to teach the course essentially um you get to meet a ton of cool people that are very connected so how it works is there are tickets at different levels so i had the general level ticket shout out to blake erickson who um again gave me his ticket last minute i had no idea this conference was even going on and he posted on instagram said hey any young entrepreneurs want this ticket and i responded and he actually uh ended up giving it to me so again shout out to him going to have him on the podcast i believe next week if we can work out a time to do an interview um but with that being said i would highly recommend just take chances i mean i don't know blake personally i know him through social media we have mutual connections he's listened to the podcast a couple times i'm pretty observant as i follow people on social media so i've seen he's been you know an entrepreneur doing big things so i'm excited to see you know what he has in store for the podcast but again i just think that it, it i was sitting there in my room when he had posted that and i was debating like do i even respond to this and say I want to go because like is that a bad look whatever you know do I seem needy responding to his story and I was just like you know what fuck it I don't care I'm just going to respond and uh you know worst thing he's going to say is no or I gave it to somebody else or whatever the case may be so responded he said yes freaking booked my flights and hotel that same night um and just went down to Miami and had an awesome time and learned a ton, met a ton of cool people, got a lot of cool advice. I was able to, you know, network with people that are in different industries and they shared some of the things that are helping them with their business, what they picked up from the conference that they're going to implement into their business, what they think I should implement into my business. Um, just because I'm one of the, I was one of the only people that were in their twenties that were there. I mean, I'd probably say, so there were 3,000 people at the event. I'd probably say no more than 50 people were in their 20s, um, maybe 100. But it was a lot of people that owned their own businesses. So it gave me a different perspective of entrepreneurship. I got to ask questions. Um, and where I was going with that is there are four or five different levels of tickets. So I was a general level ticket, which is just like you know, general admission. Um, and then it goes on up from there. And so there's tiers with the tickets. So the general ticket is a certain price. And then it goes up from there, obviously, because you get more um, perks per, you know, with each ticket that you go up. So anyway, the, the biggest ticket you can get is a CEO ticket that costs $12,000 to go to this conference. And those people that are the CEOs, clearly they're making plenty of money because they're paying 12 grand to go to a conference plus staying in a hotel plus doing all these things. So, you know, you got to think all in their trip is, you know, $20,000 down in Miami for this. So, um, 
it has to be worth it, right? So when you get that ticket, you get to go to pri- Patrick Bet David's private villa. He has private parties. You network with people in that group. Um, and so one of the cool examples that I found from the conference was one guy who was had the CEO ticket stood up and was talking about things that he's been struggling with in his business and how he's going to try to overcome them. And they were saying that, um, you know, Hey, I need $250,000. I'm trying to get investments. I haven't been able to find anybody to invest in my business. Yada, yada, yada. Five people in the CEO section said, I like that idea, raised their hand and said, come talk to me afterwards. And I may be willing to lend you $250,000 for your business. So if you're an entrepreneur, if you want to be an entrepreneur, if you have questions about things, if you want to start a business, if you're an intrapreneur, um, Heck, even if you're nothing and you just work an hourly job that maybe is pretty monotonous and you don't think it's going anywhere, but you just want to learn stuff, um, come. I mean, it was an awesome experience. There's not just this one. Obviously, there's plenty of seminars, but the cool thing is, obviously, I'm a big motivational guy, but at this point, I've done you know, and listen to and read so much motivation that I think it's still good. And I still continue to read it and continue to try to soak it up to where I'm motivated. But, uh, there was not much motivational speaking, no rah, rah shit. Like it was all real stuff that I think is applicable in life and business. So, um, highly recommend it. And, it was not like over the top, rah, rah, like, you know, hop out of bed, fired up and, you know, crush the world and talk to yourself in the mirror about how good you are and all this stuff. It was basically real life stuff that was um, able to be applicable to your business and to everything. Um, and so some of the speakers were Tom Brady, Mike Tyson and Mike, man, I don't remember the last guy, but he wrote Unreasonable Hospitality. Um, and owned a restaurant in New York that he sold for $20 million. That was the number one ranked restaurant in the world. His interview was arguably the best. Um, him and Tom Brady were great. Mike Tyson was a little bit tough just because they let the crowd ask him questions and shit just went all over the place. So it was great to hear all of them, but I really enjoyed um, the dude who wrote Unreasonable Hospitality and Tom Brady. Um, and I'll go over some of the takeaways that I have from them. I have them written down, but before I do so, I just wanted to kind of talk you guys through the seminar. So it was 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. on Thursday and Friday. So it was a long day, but you know, there were three sessions each each day. Um, and then one on Saturday that kind of talked you through the different moves of building a business or building yourself or whatever the case may be. Um, so move one was master knowing yourself and figuring out who you want to be and how to become that person. And they kind of gave you steps on how to become that person. There was homework on your personal identity audit. Um, you got to write down who are the people that hold you accountable and why. Um, and there's a lot of self-reflecting and self-discovery to be done. And I still need to go back through this. I just haven't had time this week um, to kind of go through it with Nina and go over you know, some of these things together. Um, move number two is mastering the ability to reason. Um, so, you know, talking about how you need to take accountability for your actions, stop blaming people, um, you know, state specifically what you did to create the problem, channel your frustration into getting better and preventing future problems. Um, and then there's like 11 different types of crises and it's inside of your business, um, how to decrease the lifespan of a crisis, um, you know, solve for X, which is basically solving for X would be, you know, an unknown variable. And so having formulas in your business to be able to solve for 
you know, how many applications do you need in order to close how many deals? And then solving for X is basically showing an issue. You're ranking the urgency zero to 10. So if the urgency is a one, don't bring it to the CEO. If the urgency is a 10, bring it to the CEO because that's something that he may need to know right now. Like the company may lose $100,000 tomorrow if they lose XYZ account. It's just different things like that. Um, and then the other thing is, let's see. So that's move number two. Move number three was master building the team. Uh, cause I would argue that even if you're the smartest person in the world, you need smarter people around you to help push you and drive you forward. So mastering the art of building a team was another thing that we talked about how to look for people. If you're the CEO founder, how to find a number two, three, four, five, six in the company that are going to work alongside of you and not try to necessarily overtake you. Um, and then talking about a running mate who would definitely be like your sidekick or your side-by-side -side person uh, in order to help you start the business, take over whatever you want to take over, um, and then having a good inner circle and what Patrick Bet David looks for in the people in his inner circle. Um, he has 15 rules for if you break them, basically it's not going to work out, and here are the reasons why. Uh, move number four is master strategy to scale. So scaling your business, this is where uh, Tom Ellsworth, who works for – um, Patrick bet David came on and basically told us like how to run a pitch deck if you are pitching your company to an investor. So he has sold 21 different companies, uh, is what they said. So it, I mean, obviously he knows what he's doing. So he basically went over how to create a PowerPoint slide deck to present to investors or someone who wants to buy your company when you get to that point after you've scaled the company. So just great things to keep in mind as you're building the company, because it also helps you reverse engineer what you're going to do inside your business to basically work backwards. Because if your goal is to sell the company for X amount of money, you need to figure out what revenue you need to be at, how you need to get there, and then how you're basically going to pitch that company um, at the end of the day. So you can kind of reverse engineer how you're going to work to get there because it is going to be a long process. Um, and then step number five, let me find this, was mastering power plays. So power plays is basically, you know, when you're competing against someone in the industry um, and you have a high stakes meeting, how to prepare for it, what to anticipate, um, how to think, um, how to prepare and basically went through, you know, Sun Tzu, the art of war, because business is essentially war um, is one of Patrick Bet David's things. So. Man, it was an awesome conference, um, awesome experience. I think if anybody has the means to go down there and do so, um, you would get a lot out of it. I'm going again next year. So if anybody does want to go, hit me up. I'd be more than happy to go with you. Um, and I got some great notes here. So, you know, there's always a lot of leaks and opportunities in your business. So make sure to find out what leaks and opportunities you have in order to, you know, generate more income, generate more revenue for the company. Um, there are, you know, obviously challenges are your best opportunities. Um, so when you are finding those leaks and opportunities, write them down, write down how much money they're going to cost you and how to get around them. Um, that was one of the big things that I learned that I didn't really ever think of. Uh, the other thing is formulas. I've talked about this before, but if you have 
you know, if, if you need to make a hundred phone calls to get 10 applications, to get one contract, to get one closing, then if you want to have 10 closings in a month, then you need to make a thousand phone calls every month. Um, it just, that's how it works. You need to figure out your formulas because once you figure out your formulas for your business, then there's no excuse on why you can't close a certain amount of volume. Um, obviously shit happens and stuff pops up in your life and in business and there's unforeseen circumstances that are out of your hands, but you can always adjust your formulas to say, Hey, I need to make more calls or I need to do this or I need to do that. Um, it just puts you in a place where you're not in no man's land and you really have a good understanding for your business, how it, how it works, um, and how to close deals and how to make the most money possible for you and your family. So, um, Another thing was momentum, you know, mass versus velocity, or excuse me, mass times velocity, being able to break that down um, and figure out, you know, what mass and velocity equal in your business and how to generate momentum. Um, and then Tom Brady, man, he was awesome. Um, just talked about killer instinct, how he developed it. He talked about his story of being, uh, you know, the second string quarterback on JV in high school, then having to work his way up to finally be the starter. Then he got an offer from Michigan. He went to Michigan. He was the seventh string quarterback on the depth chart. He just kept working and he said that he was never competing with anybody. He was just trying to be the best him possible. Um, ended up going from seventh string at Michigan to then being the starter, uh, his senior year. Then he came back for a fifth year and, um, was named the starter for the first half of the first game. And then somebody else played the second half or excuse me, the first quarter, and then someone else played the second quarter. And then they basically had a QB battle for half the year, his senior year. Then he gets drafted in the sixth round, 199th overall. Drew Bledsoe is the starting quarterback for the Patriots. He's third or fourth on the depth chart. He's told he's not going to start. How do you want to do to back up Drew Bledsoe? He just said he just kept on trying to be the best him every day um, and eventually proved to everybody that he should be on the football field. So I've got a ton, ton, ton of good uh, Tom Brady stuff in, in my binder or notebook that they gave me. So I took a ton of notes. One of the big things that I figured out that he said, or one of the big takeaways I had was he said that he would never be where he is if he wasn't as naive as possible. Um, and you see Deion Sanders talking about, you know, believing and thinking that they should be there and talking about it and doing it and believing all these things. I think just you have to frame in your mind that you, you've already done it and you're going to do it and there's nothing that's going to stop you. And I think that's probably one of the most powerful things out there because clearly all these people are proving it. So why can't we do the same thing? Um, so anyway, I thought that was an awesome experience. Wanted to share some of that with you guys. Um, recording this on Thursday. So we got Thursday night football tonight. I know this is coming out on Friday, so y'all will not hear this until the game's out. Uh, I got the Lions money line. Uh, I got Aiden Hutchinson to win Defensive Player of the Year. Falcons to win the NFC South. Alabama, I'm going to the Alabama-Texas game this weekend. I cannot wait. Um, got a free ticket to the game. Thank goodness. Shout out, Joe. Appreciate you. Um, man, I'm pumped. So it's going to be a great weekend. Got to get through the work week. Got to keep grinding. Uh, have a great end of the week. And uh, hope you guys appreciated this recap of uh, the vault. Hope everybody has a great week. And uh Keep tuning in, roll tide, rise up, and let's have a great football season. Love you guys.